Compass Media Networks. This is America's First News. This morning with your host, Gordon Deal. Thumbs down again. Good morning, I'm Gordon Deal, along with Nicole Murray on this Wednesday, February 21st. Glad you could be with us. Here's what we have for you this hour. The U.S. for the third time has vetoed a U.N. ceasefire resolution for Gaza, arguing that Hamas needs to first release hostages. Two men have been charged with murder in connection with the deadly shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Donald Trump and Nikki Haley continue to battle for support in South Carolina. Hear what both said on the stump in Greenville. And scientists in places like Australia trying once unthinkable strategies to cool the planet. What they're trying to do is very specific. They're not trying to cool the world. They're trying to cool down their national treasure, which is the Great Barrier Reef. And to do this, they are producing a spray, a fine mist of salt water, spraying it into the air, and that these droplets will rise up into the clouds and that that will reflect more sunlight. Eric Neeler at the Wall Street Journal on the geoengineering designed to change the chemistry of the atmosphere. Two young men have been charged with murder in last week's shooting after the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Court documents show they were strangers who pulled out guns and began firing within seconds of starting an argument. Missouri prosecutors said at a news conference that Lindell Mays of Raytown, Missouri, and Dominic Miller of Kansas City have been charged with second-degree murder and several weapons counts in the shooting that took the life of 43-year-old radio DJ Lisa Lopez-Galvan and injured roughly two dozen others. Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters Baker. Mays pulled his handgun first. Almost immediately, almost immediately, others pulled their firearms. Defendant Miller uh, was one of those individuals. Both suspects were shot during the melee and both have been hospitalized since. Authorities did not release ages for either man, but court records show Mays is in his early 20s and Miller is either 18 or 19. The body of a little girl missing for five days in southeast Texas has been found in a river and a man she knew will be charged in connection with her death. Authorities say the body of 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham was discovered yesterday afternoon in the Trinity River. She'd been missing since Thursday after failing to make it on the school bus in the small town of Livingston, about 70 miles northeast of Houston, Polk County Sheriff Byron Lyons. We have transported Audrey uh, down to the Harris County Medical Examiner's Office. At that time, we will await their results to be able to determine uh, the cause and method of her, her death. 42-year-old Don Stephen McDougall, who lives in a trailer on the family's property, was supposed to be dropping Audrey off at the school bus the morning she disappeared. He sometimes took the girl to the bus stop and to school if she missed the bus. Officials were able to determine her body's location through cell phone data, videos, and information received from the suspect. Claiming it's both leading candidates that Americans don't like, a defiant Nikki Haley is vowing to stay in the presidential race, saying it's clear that Americans want a choice beyond Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Campaigning in Greenville, South Carolina, Haley argued that another Trump administration would be a, quote, disaster. I'm not afraid to say the hard truth out loud. I feel no need to kiss the ring. I have no fear of Trump's retribution. Meanwhile, in a Fox News town hall, also in Greenville, Trump compared his criminal indictments to the circumstances of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who died in prison after being jailed by Kremlin leader Vladimir Putin. She's not working. She's here. She's down by 30, 35 points. 
and everybody knows her. You're not supposed to lose your home state. Shouldn't happen anyway, and she's losing it big. big. On Saturday, Haley and Trump will face off in her home state of South Carolina. The next contest is Michigan next Tuesday, and Super Tuesday is the following week on March 5th. What does the future of mobility in Michigan sound like? It's the sound of new EV charging stations at our state parks. Discover all the ways MEDC is driving next-gen mobility in Michigan at michiganbusiness.org slash radio. Thanks for joining us. Allies of President Biden are getting antsy about his administration's pileup of unfinished environmental rules, especially with the threat that a second Trump presidency could undo them all. Those include EPA's forthcoming rules on greenhouse gas emissions at power plants and tailpipe pollution from cars and trucks. It's a story by Robin Bravender, energy and environment reporter at Politico. Robin, what's going on? Yeah, inside federal agencies right now, there is a definite scramble to finalize regulations on everything from climate rules for power plants to endangered species protections in case the Trump administration comes back in. The Biden administration wants to finalize these anyway, but there's a really important deadline coming up that would make it a lot easier for the Trump administration to and Congress to erase them if if Trump takes power again next year. All right. How does that work with this deadline? Yeah. So it's it's a funny procedural deadline that Congress has that they don't even know what the deadline is until Congress ends. So they would use something called the Congressional Review Act, and it allows Congress and the White House to veto rules that have taken that have taken effect. But um, we're not even going to know when that deadline is. So it's probably this spring. And the Biden administration is really hurrying to get out rules as quickly as possible to safeguard them. Wow. All right. So touch on, uh, I guess, some of these rules that they're working on here. You referenced like power plant climate solution or the endangered species. Uh, What's up here with these? Yeah, it's basically every big rule on the Biden administration's policy agenda. They've been working on them for years. They want to make sure they're really legally durable so they can hold up in court. Um, And they're finally the the deadlines on now. So they need to get these out as quickly as possible. Um, There's a, a big rule coming out from the EPA that would limit greenhouse gas emissions from power plants. It's something that has been in the works for a while. There are Endangered Species Act protections. Um, There's a rule that would try to make it harder to fire civil servants, which isn't directly an environmental rule, but it's something we know the Trump administration wants to do. Um, There are rules from the Interior Department. There are rules on permitting energy facilities. And it's it's basically across the board, the Biden administration's big priorities. It's trying to get done this spring. We're speaking with Robin Bravender, energy and environment reporter at Politico. The story is called Federal Agencies Scramble to Finish Biden's Rules and Protect His Legacy from Trump. What do advocates say here for some of this stuff? They are worried. Uh, Every conversation I've had with with environmental folks recently, they start off with, we're really needing the Biden administration to get these rules out the door. And they're saying that the administration is very well aware of it. It's not it's not as though they don't know about it, but um, they they really want them to hustle and they're doing everything they can to get the administration to finalize these rules right now. Mm. Will they get done? You know, that's that's a great question. Um, there are just a lot of procedural hurdles that make it hard to get rules on the books. There's a lot of technicalities, um, last minute changes. There's a a process of White House review. So 
Um, it's entirely possible that they'll get done. Things could make them go longer than than the White House and agencies expect, which, again, might put them into this window of being repealed by Congress and Trump if, if they're in power next January. I was going to say, because uh, Trump does have the history, right? When he when he took office, he reversed, what, at least a dozen things. Yeah. So using the Congressional Review Act, uh, prior to Trump, it had only been used once um, to overturn a Clinton administration obscure economics rule. Uh, after that, um, Trump came in and, and he took out about a dozen uh, Obama administration rules that they had left until late because they assumed Hillary Clinton was going to be taking over. Oh, wow. All right. So I guess if Trump were to win, does he need congressional help? Like what if, for whatever reason, uh, Democrats win or maintain the Senate and win back the House? Like then is he powerless to do some of this stuff? How does that work? Yeah, yeah. He does need help from Congress. So uh, Republicans in Congress could do it. They could do it with the help of a few moderate Democrats who might want to see some of these rules uh, overturned as well. But um, again, we know it's possible because we saw it last time he took office. Thanks, Robin. Robin Bravender, energy and environment reporter at Politico. 20 minutes after the hour on This Morning, here's Nicole Murray. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one. The U.S. has vetoed a United Nations Security Council resolution that demands for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield says the deal would interfere with no- negotiations regarding the release of hostages being held in the Gaza Strip. Demanding an immediate, unconditional ceasefire without an agreement requiring Hamas to release the hostages will not bring about a durable peace. Instead, it could extend the fighting between Hamas and Israel. It is the third resolution the U.S. has vetoed since the onset of the war on October 7th. Number two. Two men have been charged in connection with the Chiefs' victory Super Bowl parade shooting that killed one woman and injured more than 20 others. Authorities say 23-year-old Lindell Mays and 18-year-old Dominic Miller began firing within seconds of starting an argument. Jackson County Prosecutor Jean Peters Baker. That's just two individuals, um, and I think... As we all stand here, this investigation is still very, very active and ongoing. Both men have been charged with second-degree murder and several weapons counts. Number three. Nikki Haley has vowed to stay in the GOP presidential race against Donald Trump, saying more voters deserve, deserve to be heard beyond the three states who cast ballots. I refuse to quit. South Carolina will vote on Saturday. But on Sunday, I'll still be running for president. I'm not going anywhere. Haley and Trump will face off in South Carolina this Saturday. A cross-country United Airlines flight had to quickly land in Denver due to one of its wings being damaged. The airline said the plane, a Boeing 757-200, experienced an issue with its slat, the movable panels on the wing that are used during takeoffs and landings the FAA is investigating. Neuralink founder Elon Musk says a patient implanted with its brain technology can now control a computer with his mind. The implant uses neural signals to control external technologies. The company aims to use this tech to assist patients who have lost capabilities such as vision, motor function, and speech. If this is true, boy, this is impressive stuff, I must say. It's good technology. I'm going to mess with your computer while we're broadcasting. (laughs)
Getting older used to mean losing strength, maybe losing stamina in the office or bedroom. Hey guys, it's Gordon Deal. Excited to share that Nugenics Total Tea is helping me and guys everywhere crush the stigmas of age. For me, that afternoon energy drop? No longer. Nugenics Total Tea Testosterone Booster will help you re-energize your life. Try Nugenics Total Tea for free before you buy. Get your complimentary sample when you text 231231 and enter keyword Gordon. Nugenics Total Tea is backed by years of science to safely maximize your free and total testosterone levels. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text 231231 and enter the keyword Gordon. Text now and you'll also get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the most powerful fat incinerator ever. Text 231231 and enter keyword Gordon. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Number one, doctor recommended brand by primary care physicians based on independent survey. Thanks for being with us. Consumers are making one crucial miscalculation when they use buy now, pay later services. They believe it will help them build their credit, but in fact, it will not. More from Vanessa Wong, personal finance reporter at MarketWatch. Vanessa, what are we learning? The New York Federal Reserve Bank released a report showing that um, there are some consumers who think um, using buy now, pay later products will help them build credit. Um and it's just not the truth. The Reserve said it. I reached out to the credit bureaus and to the buy now, pay later companies to sort of clear this up. Um, and the fact is, yes, you can get um, a rather easy line of credit through buy now, pay later, but it does not, in fact, help you build credit. Um, and I think one of the risks of this is if you are a consumer who is using this product specifically because it's easier to get this type of loan than, say, um, a credit card, which requires a hard credit check. Um, in the hopes that will help you improve your credit. It's just simply um, not the best way to go about that. You would be mm. better off using some other sort of loan product to try to improve your credit score. Wow. Okay, so there's a, uh, way more than a handful of these types of buy now, pay later firms. And is it just the fact that usually they're, what, in installment payments that total the number of four and therefore the buy now pay later pay companies don't feel the need to report it or don't want to be bothered? How does that work? Yeah, there are just no standard requirements for buy now pay later to report any of this um, consumer payment history to the credit bureaus. So um, I reached out to the three big ones. Klarna says that they don't report anything to the credit bureaus. Afterpay doesn't report anything to the credit bureaus. However, a firm um, doesn't report its pay-in-four plan, which is splitting your payment into four um, equal payments, but it does report the monthly installment payments to Experian only. <laughs> um, so uh, you see, because none of it is standardized, it's sort of confusing, I think, for a consumer to understand what's happening with their buy-now-pay-later payment history. Um, then you get to uh, how the credit bureaus themselves deal with it, right? So TransUnion, for example, doesn't include any buy now, pay later activity on credit reports. But Experian um, says that your buy now, pay later data um, will show up on your credit report. However, it won't, rep uh, it won't factor into your credit score yet. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's a mouthful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're speaking with Vanessa Wong, personal finance reporter at MarketWatch. Her story is called People Think Buy Now, Pay Later is Helping Them Improve Their Credit. They're wrong. However, you did point out that using Buy Now, Pay Later can kind of indirectly help you prove your credit or your credit score. 
Or, yeah, if you're um, maybe a financially savvy consumer who knows how to, like, use these different financial products to your advantage, you could, um, for example, if you have a big purchase coming up, um, put that in a buy now, pay later payment plan um, rather than your credit card. That means your credit utilization rate will be lower. And because that is something that impacts your credit score, it could indirectly benefit you. Um, you know, that's kind of like like three steps of mental chess. And if you can do it, I think that's great. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa, Vanessa Wong, personal finance reporter at MarketWatch. Hey, it's Gordon Deal here to tell you about this game-changing product I use before having a couple of cocktails called Z-Biotics. I can easily feel lousy from just one drink, but I've now found something that helps avoid that miserable feeling the next morning. Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic Drink. It's the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists trying to eliminate that crummy feeling the following day. Here's how it works. When you drink, Alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Whether you're sitting down at home for movie night or maybe out with friends, drink responsibly and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Go to zbiotics.com/gordon to get 15% off your first order when you use Gordon at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/gordon and use the code Gordon at checkout for 15% off. Taking the day's information and helping you make sense of it all. We're here for you every morning. You're listening to America's First News. This morning with Gordon Deal. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Wednesday, February 21. Gordon Deal with Nicole Murray. Some of our top stories and headlines. Two men charged with murder in connection with the Super Bowl parade shooting. Authorities in southeast Texas have found the body of a missing 11-year-old girl. The U.S. vetoes a U.N. ceasefire resolution in Gaza. Nikki Haley and Donald Trump seek support in South Carolina ahead of Saturday's primary. Number 15, Creighton shocked top-ranked UConn in men's hoops. The 5-plus-7 model will be used for the 12-team college football playoffs this fall and celebrating a hero bus driver in North Carolina. That story in about 20 minutes. This portion of the program is brought to you by Dell. This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech, like the XPS 13 Plus powered by Intel Core processors. Amazing prices await at dell.com slash deals. Dumping chemicals in the ocean, spraying salt water into clouds, injecting reflective particles into the sky. Scientists are resorting to once unthinkable techniques to cool the planet because global efforts to check greenhouse gas emissions are failing. Here's Eric Nealer, science writer at the Wall Street Journal on geoengineering. Eric, explain this. So what we've seen is, is for many years, um, scientists and even science fiction writers have come up with ideas about how to cool planet Earth that would involve a technological intervention of sorts. Um, what's happening now is that these ideas are becoming a reality. We're seeing experiments getting out of the lab, getting out of the scientific meetings, and uh, uh, early stage projects are, are going outdoors into the ocean and, and into the skies to see if there's a way that um, by adding chemicals or, or perturbing slightly uh, the atmosphere of the ocean 
that we could control the uh, runaway or, or at least the increase in global temperatures. Well, that's wild. All right, start with uh, Australia. What's happening there? So Australia is an interesting case because what they're trying to do is very specific. They're not trying to cool the world. They're trying to cool down their national treasure, which is the Great Barrier Reef. Um, and to do this, uh, they are um, basically producing a spray, a fine mist of salt water, a briny mixture, uh, spraying it into the air uh, on a, the back of a ship, basically, and that these droplets will rise up into the clouds, increase the surface layer, you know, the, the surface area, basically, of the clouds, and that that will reflect uh, more sunlight. By reflecting sunlight, you cool the water underneath it, and then by cooling the water, you help the, the reef, the, the Great Barrier Reef, recover from the damage that it's received from warm, warming temperatures. Well, that's really something. So these, the, the, this spray, I guess, it, it, it sticks to the clouds somehow? Yeah, it just kind of rises up. I mean, you know, you spray it uh, in a very fine uh, mist, and it rises up. You know, if it's small enough particles, uh, you you know, you push it up into the into the low level clouds. This is not a high level thing. Yeah, and um, and you know, water sort of collects around the salty, uh, the salt ion, the salt compound. It's incredible. And yeah, they basically want to make them. Uh, brighter, bigger, brighter clouds. Mm. We're speaking with Eric Nealer, science writer at the Wall Street Journal. His story is called Scientists Resort to Once Unthinkable Solutions to Cool the Planet. How about off the coast of Massachusetts? What are we doing? So this is another um, new kind of idea called ocean alkalinity enhancement, where if you could increase the alkalinity of the ocean, you would allow the ocean to take up more carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. Uh, this can be done in a way by adding a solution, sort of a compound similar to lye or, or detergent lye that you find in soaps and so forth. That's um, yeah, been tested. Uh, it's not toxic to, to marine life, according to the scientists. And so you'd basically kickstart a chemical reaction to bring a CO2 out of the atmosphere and into the uh, surface level of the ocean where it, get, it goes, undergoes another chemical reaction and basically stays there. Uh, they've done it in the lab. Um, a couple of companies are actually trying this in, in other laboratories on the West Coast, but this is the first time that, uh, that this is gonna happen outdoors. This is the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. Uh, very reputable and longstanding uh, research institution in Cape mm -hmm. Cod. They're going to give this a, a shot uh, in August, and uh, they're going to trace what happens. They'll have an airplane, a drone, underwater drones to check if this really works. Jeez, that's incredible. Finish up with uh, what Israel is trying. Israel's interesting. There's a private company that is still in stealth mode. They, they're not telling me a lot of information, but they are acknowledging that they have raised $15 million, and they have a lab near Tel Aviv. They are devising a system to inject uh, reflective particles high, high in the atmosphere, in the stratosphere, 60,000 feet, to reflect sunlight directly. This is not for any one little patch of, of the ocean or, or, or atmosphere. This is really to do the whole planet. Uh, they say that they plan to do this in a way that they would offer to governments who would be interested in this. They don't plan to go rogue. 
and um, and they're working on the technology right now. Thanks, Eric. Eric Neeler, science writer at the Wall Street Journal. If you still have landline phone service, you may have noticed that your monthly bills have been skyrocketing. That's because the FCC no longer regulates copper lines and phone companies are jacking up the price of their service. UMA is an internet home phone service that lets you keep enjoying the safety and peace of mind of a home phone without paying an arm and a leg. In fact, with a one-time purchase of the UMA Tello, you get internet home phone service for free. All you pay are applicable taxes and fees. Unlike mobile phones, UMA has address-based 911, so dispatchers will know exactly where to find you in an emergency. In the event you call 911, UMA can send a text alert to loved ones. UMA even includes a free mobile app so you can take your home number on the go. And don't worry, you can keep your home phone number for a one-time fee or get a new one for free. Setup is easy. It takes less than 10 minutes. Stop paying too much for home phone service. Visit UMA.com slash Gordon Deal today to get a special discount. That's O-O-M-A dot com slash Gordon Deal. Glad you're with us. Welcome until Wednesday. It is time now for the mic drop with this morning's Dom Savino. Good morning. If you were driving on a Philadelphia highway before dawn yesterday, you'd be right to wonder if you were seeing things. Mingled among the cars and trucks at 5 o'clock in the morning, there was a horse galloping along the shoulder of Interstate 95. Footage shared online shows the stallion's mane flowing in the wind and its hooves audibly clapping against the pavement. The pavement. This school bus driver was headed to work when he spotted the majestic sight. The horse is going like 25 miles per hour because we slowed down to his speed. We all matched his speed, you know, because we were trying to protect the horse. Wow. Yeah, thankfully the horse was safely rescued. Cop cars were eventually able to corral it at an off-ramp. The horse belongs to a nonprofit riding club in Philly. Officials there think a vandal cut the lock on its stable and let the horse loose. The incident has, of course, inspired all sorts of pun-filled humor, including a tweet from the Philly Police Department saying, Hey, Philly, uh, hold your horses so we don't have to. Look at Philly PD. Yeah, always Very has clever. a crack. Wow, nice. Nicely done. Uh, I, horse probably didn't know there's no traveling in the shoulder <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> Getting That's part of the issue, yeah. You know, only going 25, immediately drawing attention to yourself by only going 25 <laughs> on Interstate 95. Can you so, imagine trying to pull over the horse? How about, I mean, how about if he was in the middle lane? I mean... Probably wouldn't have such a happy I, ending. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Woof. Maybe not. Man, wow, weird story. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd be taking another swig of caffeine before I uh, mm. looked again. And, and listen, to, you know what I mean. Philadelphia cops probably not accustomed to wrangling a horse. Right. Right. I mean, they're using their cars to try to box the thing in. You probably easily leap over a hood and just continue going wherever it wanted to go. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine? This is this is no uh, no easy pickings here for Philly <laughs> cops. So credit to them. Finally, pin it down on a corner and <laughs> right. it's off again. <laughs> And uh, a woman in Germany says she's banning herself from nightclubs for the rest of her life, but you're never going to guess why. The woman says she recently went to the dentist to get implants to correct her smile. When she went clubbing later that week to celebrate her new glowing smile, she discovered it literally glows. In a video posted to TikTok, the woman cracks a wide grin and finds that all of her new fake teeth shine like the sun under the black light of a club. She says her dentist should have warned her about this. Naturally, people had a good laugh at her expense. One person commented, dental implants are expensive. Wear them with pride. Another says, I'd be smiling at people just to make them uncomfortable. This wasn't mentioned to her by the dentist? Apparently not. I mean, this is like almost the gateway to you. Yeah. As a person, your smile. And the dentist never thought to mention that her teeth were going to glow. Could you imagine trying to approach somebody at a nightclub? Yeah. Hey, can I buy you a drink and crack a smile? Right. 
immediately duck uh, out of there. It's just bizarre. Yeah. What a story. And not fixable, I guess. I mean, they're implants. What, are you going to rip out all your teeth and do it all over again? I no. Just, I didn't think about that. Right? No uh, clubs for her. She'll be a hit at parties, that's for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Dom. Pure opportunity. It's what Michigan is all about. The opportunity to do more. The opportunity for all businesses to reach their full potential. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to discover all the ways the MEDC is helping Michigan thrive. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Wednesday. There may be situations where your child, your partner, or maybe your parent can't make a phone call. Or worse, they could have someone looking over their shoulder when they text. That's when a secret emoji could save the day. Tech expert Kim Commando in USA Today says sending a precise emoji is a way to ask for help quickly without alerting anyone, unlike if you make a phone call. In a family conversation, she says, explain which responses anyone should expect from you if they use this particular emoji. When they send you the emoji, will you follow up with a phone call? If so, what will you say? Let's say your teen texts you a giraffe emoji. He went to a party. Things there are making him uncomfortable. He wants to leave. You can text him back the giraffe, which means you're on your way to get him. And what about your parents? They can text you an emoji if a caregiver is less than caring and can't talk around that person. Eight minutes now in front of the hour on This Morning. Once again, here's Nicole Murray. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one. The Biden administration said it will impose major sanctions on Russia in response to Alexei Navalny's mysterious death in prison last week. White House National Security Communications Advisor John Kirby said the sanctions are designed to hold Russia accountable. It will be a substantial package covering uh, a range of different elements of the Russian defense industrial base and sources of revenue for the Russian economy uh, that power Russia's war machine, that power Russia's aggression, and that power Russia's repression. President Biden plans to unveil the sanctions package Friday. Number two. The body of 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham was found in a river after having been reported missing from a small Texas town five days ago. Polk County District Attorney Shelley Sitton says they are in the process of preparing an arrest warrant for 42-year-old Don Stephen McDougal. At this time, we believe the appropriate arrest warrant is going to be for capital murder in the death of Audrey Cunningham. McDougal is currently in jail for an unrelated felony charge. Number three. Donald Trump compared his criminal indictments to the circumstances of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny saying the prosecutions against him are solely driven by politics. Trump referring to the judge on the case on Fox News. It's a lot of, it a lot a of no. It is a form of Navalny. It is a form of uh, communism or fascism. Uh, the guy's a nut job. Trump and Nikki Haley will face off for the GOP presidential nomination in South Carolina this Saturday. YouTube vlogger Ruby Frank, who pleaded guilty to aggravated child abuse of two of her kids, was given four consecutive sentences of one to 15 years in prison yesterday. Frank's co-conspirator Jody Hildenbrandt was sentenced to the same four consecutive terms. NASA is looking for applicants to live in a Mars simulation for a year. The mission would kick off in Texas in the spring of 2025, and the habitat will simulate challenges of Mars life, including limited resources, equipment failures, communication delays, and more. Mars simulation. You know what this means, right? What? They're getting ready to see if we can survive on Mars. Oh, yeah. Would you live there? Like if you were given the opportunity? Wouldn't rule it out. It has a long flight, though. I I'm worry about cramping. 
I, I've always kind of wanted to drinks. live somewhere without gravity. Yeah. You just we'll float, <laughs> float. A hero's welcome for a school bus driver in North Carolina. Brogdon Middle School students and staff in the Durham Public School District gathered yesterday to thank veteran driver Deanna Washington, who helped 28 students to safety after a school bus caught fire on Friday. It took 11 Durham firefighters about 15 minutes to extinguish the flame. The bus took on significant damage. Students clapped and cheered for Washington. After the presentation, she has driven for Durham Public Schools for 11 years. When I seen the initial smoke, we all, like, get off. Like, everybody, let's go. Students assembled in front of the school to acknowledge her bravery. She received flowers and a Brogdon Hero t-shirt. She was asked why she chose her job. Her response, I love the kids, love the kids, love the kids. It's like they're my own babies. That'll do it for this hour. For Nicole Murray and Dom Savino, I'm Gordon Deal. Thanks for listening to This Morning, America's First News.